All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. This is your man, Mike Alexander. We are doing the OddFlex podcast. Thanks for coming. I take a sip of my yak real fast. <laughs> Y'all silly. Man. I appreciate you. Oh, I should probably introduce myself too. Huh? No, you know what? I'm sorry. Let me not be rude. For all you guys that are tuning in, my co-host. Mr. Tyler, with all the, the techie stuff, all the things that I'm all left hands and thumbs with, you know what I'm saying? He's providing those services, and he's a godsend, so, you know, shout him out. You know what I'm saying? Jazz fingers. We in here. All right, all right, all right. So let's go ahead and jump into it, man. So just to give you guys an idea of what we're doing and why we're doing it, it's the iFlex podcast. There's a lot of things that we're going to be talking about that is common but we're taking another spin on it. We're looking at things in a different light as far as we have different ideas on what the story is trying to say. And we really watch movies. You feel me? Like we're movie buffs to a degree. So we're going to kind of dissect a few things. We're going to talk about a couple of stuff. A couple of stuff. We're going to talk about a couple of things. And uh, let's go ahead and jump into it. And I'm the comedic relief. And hey, listen. All jokes. I'm the man. one who doesn't really watch movies. Yeah. You know what, though? This is going to make you... Uh, Want to movies, watch movies a lot. I'm telling you, but um, we're gonna be first. Well, let's talk about the Joker movie. Yeah, that movie was awesome. Really, I heard a lot of mixed things about it. Or, what? What you hear? Um, I heard that it was a little too long. Okay. Uh, <coughs> a lot of friends had like creepy people in their uh, <laughs> theaters, which made it very unnerving. Like one friend was like, "Yo, this guy would laugh at every death." And there's not that many in the movie. Nah, nah, nah. Spoiler alert, okay? If you one of them guys is going to get butt hurt because, oh my God, you gave away the ending of the man, just put put it on pause, come back, okay? Because we're going to be talking about the actual factual movie, you feel me? But um, it did run kind of long. But I was cool with that because it gave a backstory. I done sat through some movies, man. But your butt cheeks be falling asleep in the whole thing. But... You know, it gave me a more in-depth idea of who the Joker was as a person. And I think that's what really made me appreciate the movie was because anything that can change your mind about something is very well written. How long have we been watching Batman? <laughs> right? <laughs> that's true. So what do we know about the Joker? And they focused on a psychosis, right? Not like the bang out of a gun kind of joker right like we're not headed back there anytime soon mm -mm. no see what i liked about it was you know if you look at some of the older movies um even some of the like the tv shows you know with um adam west and all that his like so psychosis was more of a caricature you feel me like yeah. it wasn't really you couldn't take it serious like dude's just but batshit crazy you feel me but when you actually see that he had a condition that's what kind of not necessarily, you know, make you sympathize with them, but it makes you understand. But backstory. Okay, so what happened was he has a condition that he laughs at inappropriate things, and it's a complete opposite of how he actually feels. So there was a scene where he was on a bus, and, you know, he saw a little boy with his mother, and the boy was looking at him. So he made some faces because he's a clown. That's actually his profession, and he enjoys it. So he's, you know, trying to make this little boy laugh or whatever. So the woman was just like, don't be talking to my son and this, that, and the third. So he was like, no, I wasn't messing with him. I was just trying to make him laugh. I'm a clown. And then she just wasn't hearing it. You know, she just had an ass on her shoulder. So he just burst out into laughter. 
Mm. But the reality was he wasn't laughing. He was freaking sad because this lady is judging him based on whatever preconceived notion that she has. And all he was trying to do was trying to make this little boy laugh. So it's deep. You feel me? Like that's something that, you know, we take for granted. You know, there's people out here that's suffering and we don't even know it. Mind you, my man had a card and it explained what his condition was. And not one time did this lady turn back around and say, I apologize. I'm sorry. I didn't know. You feel me? It was just like, well, there it go. So that by itself just lets you know, like, how diametrically opposed people are to the plight of fellow human beings. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody had a whole life condition, and this is like, eh, okay, meh. <laughs> it's whatever. That's, that's wild. And I've seen it happen. Uh, a classic mm. example is, have you ever seen uh, the subreddit, I don't work here, lady? No, I haven't seen it. Imagine every single time you've ever been, well, maybe not you, but it happens to a lot of my lady friends. They they get accosted at a store, mm-hmm. assuming that they work there. And even if they oh. don't, well, they need to help you anyway. Straight up. I've had someone bruise me for that. It was great. Okay. Fabulous time. I could see how that'd be offensive, though. Like, okay, so I obviously don't work here, but never mind all that. I'm a woman, so I'm subservient to your ideas anyway, so I need to just go ahead and assist you. Yeah. That's some bullshit. (laughs) That's wild, man, but that's the society we live in. And, you know, one thing that I I noticed in the movie, too, was, number one, there, there were only a couple of killings that happened, but they were it's, and it's kind of sick to say it like this, but I can't say it any other way. They were justified. He didn't Ooh. just arbitrarily kill people. That's the funny part about it. Like when you control the narrative, you can make it look however you want it to look. We've been looking at Batman for I don't know how long, right? And yeah, we've true. always known Joker to be malevolent. Like he's just terrible. He's going to just do things randomly just to be doing it. And he does things despite Batman for whatever reason. But in all reality, we see Alfred, um, which is Batman's uh, butler. butler, had a nasty attitude. Completely nasty. We also see his dad. Uh, damn, what, what was uh, Bruce Wayne's dad's name? Was it? Bruce Bain. <laughs> <laughs> was it Thomas Wayne or some shit? Was it? Yeah. It was Thomas Wayne. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you hear that uh, beautiful voice in the background, that is the illustrious, the beautiful, the wonderful Judy West. <laughs> Why did I say Judy West? Judy Wolf. There you go. It's my sugar booger. You know what I'm saying? My, my, my earth, my moon, stars, all that good shit. You feel me? Yeah, man, we're going to shout you out, man. We ain't going to do that, that fly shit. That's my, that's my lady. So, um, there you go. My voice got raspy. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, Bruce Wayne's dad was a cunt, man. Like, he was really <laughs> straight up. <laughs> My man was wild cunty, though, man, for real. Yeah, he, he punched the shit out of him, man. <laughs> like, remember when he was in the bathroom? Yeah, okay, okay, so listen. One thing that we saw in the movie was that um, mental health is not only a condition, but it's congenital. A lot of times it's passed on from your parents. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So his mother, he finds out... Well, was mentally ill and she lied 
because she would have these you know delusions of grandeur and you know come up with these different stories. They said that you know, um, uh, what's his name? Thomas Wayne. I think that was his name. Wasn't it? Was it Thomas Wayne? Okay, so Thomas Wayne, Bruce Wayne's daddy, said that he was his dad because his mom used to work for him. Come to find out, that wasn't the truth. That was a bold-faced lie. But when he went to uh, the Wayne estate to you know try to get some answers, Alfred was really dickish about it. Um, and then when he saw him in the bathroom at some event they went to, um. Yeah, he was really dickish to him then. He punched him. Oh. Yeah, you know, he just, and the, the way he said it was kind of fucked up. He was like, yeah, so your mom is sick. She's delusional. and this, that, blah, 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 blah. It was nothing sympathetic about it. There was nothing empathetic about it. Because you know full well what this woman's condition is, and, so, and you're being that harsh. But this is the protagonist. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, it flips it on his head because we see the protagonist be a complete dickhead. Shows you how out of touch they are. How out of touch they are. Um, also, we also see a society that is kind of segmented, which, you know, we, have, we know how it goes. We live in a capitalist society, so you have uh, the haves and the have-nots. You know, you have this, this huge chasm between rich and poor, okay? And at some point, there's an uprising because... And I don't want to give too much of the movie away. I mean, I know I said if you're sensitive to spoilers, don't listen, but I don't want to give the whole thing away. But just know that there is a time where the people are sick of being compartmentalized the way they are because the quality of life is totally different. You know what I'm saying? So overall, taking the storyline completely out of it, you see people taking a stance on how they want to live their lives. And you see the Joker become the poster boy for it, unintentionally. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Now, one thing that's really important in that whole plot was he was going to a social worker, you know, it was through the social services program of, of Arkham City. Um, you could tell that they didn't care. You know, there was just, hey, we in here, you're here, we're gonna answer these questions real fast, get you the hell up out of here so I can get to the next person. They had medications that was not working for him. He had a condition that was hugely untreated. And then when they cut funding, now he doesn't have access to the medicine. So now he's full-fledged batshit crazy. Did they name the condition besides psychosis? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know if they... Yeah, it, they, they had a name for it. I just can't remember exactly what it was. But the crazy part about it was... You know, the medicine was only helping but so much. Now he doesn't have access to that at all. So now he's completely off the deep end trying to keep it together. Now, what's funny about it, though, is we see the Joker become more and more comfortable in his skin the crazier he got. Seriously. Like, you, you didn't see him smile very much unless it was something he had to do. And when he finally, you know, kind of took control of his life and took control of the situation, you saw him actually have an actual personality, which is dope all by itself. You see what I'm saying? Now, I will say this, and I don't want to hog the mic, so feel free to chime in. <laughs> feel free to chime in, man. But real fast, what I will say is um, 
I got mixed feelings about how they wrote the movie. It's brilliant the way they did it, but I believe, for me, I think it would have been doper had that been always kind of like hiding around in the background versus trying to spin a narrative for what's going on today. Because then it looks like you're just trying to spin a story around what's prevalent right now versus that being the actual character and that being something that he went through. So I feel a little weird about that. Why not both? Or is it the execution? Well, not necessarily the execution. Um, it's just it, it kind of feels forced sometimes. Uh, you know, it feels a bit pretentious because it's like, is that really the Joker's issue or did you write that into the narrative just because that's what's going on right now? Like, don't fuck up the story trying to prove a point. You see what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. But your thoughts? What do you think about it? Well, I know depending on whether you look at the comics or one of the movies or whatnot, he's been uh, diagnosed with like schizophrenia and PTSD mm-hmm. uh, and a few other things. Um, but from the way that you're explaining it, it sounds like they kind of push that to the forefront, like a look at me, look at my disability, when anyone who has those disabilities, and I know quite a few, can tell you that's not how that works. Right. Like, yeah. yes, it is a core part of your life, and if you get, drop off your meds, it can be a horrific thing, mm-hmm. uh, even withdrawal alone, but that's not how it works. Right. Oh, yeah. And I know they can't really dig that deep into it because they can't talk about something they don't fully understand and to to really get into that like yeah you got to know what you're talking about so i don't expect you know them to get everything right i don't expect that i i i think my thing is just about the character development like if that was actually what was going on with the joker it's cool to put more emphasis on it and make it make sense but don't throw it on them to try to you know saying build his character it's a little late in the game to try to build a character. You see what I'm saying? Character that existed for how long now? Exactly. I was watching that mess when I was a kid. Mind you, the, the show that I was looking at was from the 60s, which is funny because, you know, yo, yo, you ever seen the old show? The way yeah. Adam West? Man, yeah. look, they get in the warehouse and that shit be slanted. It's so <laughs> campy. I love it. They be fighting like shit. Bam, bam, bam. Robbie getting his ass kicked. <laughs> then, you know, Batman come through and help him out. But they made Joker look like a chump. He just looked like he was going through it. And I see my baby raising a hand. What's going on, Sugar? What's going on? So, I think my perspective is they was trying to be sensitive enough not to speak of a specific disability. So no. Because for them to use laughing something, it was laughing like something syndrome where he would just burst out. You know, right. laughing and stuff like that. But I think that they were trying to give the hint without saying it. Right, because you can't, you know, just be, clinically say something like, "Oh, it's, it's bipolar disorder." How do you know? But you I, know what I mean? I feel you. What you're saying? Like, yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying. And then also, he we know Joker crazy as hell. Like, right. Based on all the movies that we've seen of him, we know he is. Mm-hmm. Like it's know, no secret. Right. But they, I think in the movie, they was just trying to bring out the point that stop playing with these people's health uh-huh. and help them because they need your help. Yeah. Shug, you know, you're you putting in some real good input. You might as well go ahead and throw these headphones on. <laughs> you might as well. I'm loud, though. Yeah, sure enough. It's okay. It's up to you, though. I mean, no, no pressure. No pressure. No, okay. Little, little baby coming up. Look at her. Look at her go. Come on. Uh. 
but all in all, what I can honestly say is we get a bird's eye view of what it looks like when a society and a social services program fails the people it's serving. It that showed it. That sounds familiar. Don't it, though? That sounds oddly specific, don't it? God, for a studio, these chairs are so squeaky. Oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm trying not to move, but, you know, shots out, you know, to the facility we're using. Y'all don't need to know where we at. You know what I mean? But just know, you know, it's dope in here. You know, I got the feng shui popping. It's, it's beautiful. Only thing they need is a fireplace and, like. No, I'm warm enough as it is. It's hot in here. <laughs> Oh, I am man. wearing a hoodie, so. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, already. But um, what else did you hear about the movie, though, Tyler? Uh, honestly, it wasn't much. It's secondhand word of mouth from my husband from what he heard from coworkers. Mm -hmm. Besides you, I don't know anyone else at work who's uh, actually seen it. Mm -hmm. But then again, I don't talk to many moviegoers. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> sir, we go to movies. She says, I seen it. I seen it all. I think it was an awesome movie because it made you understand Joker. Mm-hmm. As a person. Mm hmm Not just a character, but as a human being. You know, we tend to, like, dehumanize villains. That's true. Mm hmm We so. do that a lot. Um, which is why I love... Uh, I'm going to cross-post and plug a podcast right now. Sorry about that. Uh, go ahead. Last podcast on the left deals with serial killers and cults and conspiracy theories. Oh, good shit. Okay. And uh, <laughs> they'll talk about these people. They'll make sure that you know they're human, but they will trash them into the ground because they're horrible humans. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the funny thing about humanity. You know, it's a hard thing to capture in cinema form is making you realize, oh, this is a person. Someone could actually do this. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. The duality of human beings is something else because we all have the potential to be good or bad. Whether we do it or not is really based on our decisions. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I could be a serial killer. I could be, you know, the most awful human being you ever come across if I choose to. Now, whatever societal norms are in place or whatever, you know, that whatever things that, that kind of make me do certain things, that's all on me. But I have the potential to be great or horrible. It's all on me. That's how human beings are. And so we see the humanity and the, you know, the suckiness of Joker. Because, you know, yeah, it was justified in, in, in the killings. But that last one, I can't say that was really justified. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, that, that last one, I think that was for fun. You know what I mean? That was... Oh, yeah, we're taking selfies. Uh, selfie game on Smash. It's been years since I've been in a proper studio. Oh, I got one for you, Tyler. Yeah. Talking about shitty human beings that we put on a pedestal. I got one for you. You ready? Ooh. And it's random. Okay. Freaking Zach from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> Zach is a shitty human being. You're not wrong. I'm straight. I'm for real. Like, look. Zach was bad about just always having some kind of plot, some caper, some wild shit he had, you know, brewing in the background. And he screwed over his friends on a regular basis, yet we continuously fuck with him. And it's like, 
Does something like that work in the council culture we live in right now? Where, you know, you get reminded of your bullshit every day. And they're going to dig up your bullshit from 10 years ago and stuff. And oh, yeah, no, you. yeah. In the digital age, you have no recourse. Mind you, Zach did some really, like, culturally insensitive shit that would not fly on today's TV. No. No, not at all. Not at all. Like, I'd never forget there was one episode where he was, he had met some girl, right? And she was in a wheelchair. You ever seen that episode? Yeah, uh, long ago, but yeah. Right. Yeah, it's been a while for me, too. But... They was playing like this like charity basketball game and shit. So they're all playing basketball in wheelchairs. And so he's like, hey, shouts out to all the people that, you know, are actually in wheelchairs and have to do this every day and blah, 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 blah. And old girl was like, damn it, Zach, like, could you have not just left that alone? We were all on the same page until you had to make it known that I'm actually in a wheelchair. Mm. Culturally insensitive. Mm. You feel me? But this is the protagonist, but Zach was a piece of shit on a, on a reg. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Another one. And me and Judy, we, we talked about this one. Lisa Bonet's character in uh, freaking, um, not just A Different World, but The Cosby Show. Like, her character, period. She was always getting into fuck shit. Yes. <laughs> Constantly. And that's my favorite show. Man, listen. It's a classic, but Lisa Bonet's character was perpetually... In some bullshit. She would never do anything she was asked to do properly. It was always her circumventing the rules and doing it halfway and getting caught. It's cute for a child, but for a grown-ass adult, it's like, man, if you don't stop that shit, like, you're shady. <laughs> but I think that it was cool because she did, she did what she wanted to do. That was her personality. She did. She did. That's it. Not saying that she, you know... Okay, it's alright to do that type of stuff, but I'm just saying she was just like, y'all not gonna tell me what to do. What bothered me about her character though was, it's like you're rooting for her to get it together, not to achieve anything. You just wanted to stop stop her fuckboy shit. Exactly. <laughs> it, like, can you go one episode and not do some bullshit? And needless to say, I, I feel don't like I want to say that to a lot of people at work on the daily. Right. Like, just <laughs> just cut that out. Just cut that out. Which, you know, this place shall remain nameless, you feel me? But um, just know that Mike is love. I love everyone, and everyone loves me. At least I hope so. Someone thought my spouse worked you, with baby. me because of the friend that I got the job for. Oh. Mm. oh. God forbid we go to lunch together. That's crazy. Je comprends pas. Je ne parle pas anglais. That part. Hey, totally off topic, but that is some real shit. That's the one claim to fame that I've always been proud of. Like, I just want to, you know, just look like the hood is the hood niggas possible. And then just pull out some French out my ass just to show motherfuckers how <laughs> multifaceted. You feel me? <laughs> I feel you on that one. My, uh, my spouse can speak French, and it's come in handy, especially up north because of how close we were to Canada. Yeah. Uh, so you'd get French speakers sometimes. Uh, even in Jersey, you'll get them, and we've had some be pretty nasty in French, but don't realize uh, that he can understand it. Right. Ooh. Oh, that's the business, though. That's that's the best. Or like when I'm with friends who uh, have Asian heritage but don't look mm -hmm. that Asian, 
uh, but can speak their native tongue very fluently. Right. Ooh, it's it's my favorite shit, man. Mm-hmm. When someone's trash talking and they don't realize that you can understand them. Yo, I did that shit one time, and it's I had egg all on my face. Let me tell you, <laughs> I don't mind telling the story because this shit's old. It's wild old. But I was starting a job. I think this was like 2000. I want to say it was like 2007, somewhere around there, 2008. But um, we all in this classroom, whatever. And, you know, we're going around the room talking about, you know, what our interests are, who we are, and just introducing ourselves. So this gal says, you know, she studied French. So I'm like, all right, bet. So mind you, I'm decent. I'm not fluent. I'm decent. I can get around if I had to go to France. But I messed around and said something and pronounced the word wrong. I said, Sucre mon beat, which I was telling him to suck my dick being funny. You feel me? <laughs> but I, I said the shit wrong because I didn't think she was paying attention. And she would turn around and she was being pleasant about it. She said, it's sous mon beat. Mm. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Uh, ooh. Uh, well, goddamn. Okay. <laughs> so, you know. <sighs> Don't do that. And uh, that, that was not the business. But that's the one time where I put my foot in my mouth and I was like, you know what? Probably shouldn't have did that. It was funny, though. Tell, tell it was Tyler. Worth it. Babe, tell Tyler what I did on Duolingo. Yeah, okay. So. <laughs> Judy is, is, is um, a very calculated cheater when it comes to games, okay? You ever played Duolingo? Did you Google what the terms meant? Oh, no. It's way more foul than that. Like, this shit is trifling. Let me tell you what she did. I know. <laughs> I, 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 I can understand it, but, you know, keep practicing it. Yeah. But go ahead and tell her, babe. Okay. So, for you guys that don't know what Duolingo is, it's a language learning app. You know, they make it fun. You know, they have little cartoons and the whole shit. You know, a little Duolingo bird and all that, right? So, there's a part where, you know, you're not just matching up words. Sometimes they want you to say this shit. So, and it got the microphone on it so that you can press the button and speak it, right? I watched this girl repeat what she had to say and press the microphone so it'll catch it. So, she didn't have to say it. That's some fuckboy shit. I'm telling you, I'm looking at her like, come on. Now, that's some bullshit. That's smart, though. Damn, that's smart. But why would you do that? Fuck me. But, but I knew how to read it, though. Hey. <laughs> that's all that matters sometimes. As long as, If you write it down, as long as I ain't signing nothing crazy, signing my life away. That's what's important. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, listen, Um, the Joker movie was dope. Um. Out of ten stars, I give it a solid eight straight up. I would give it an eight too. It was really good. Yeah, and that makes me want to go see it. Go Please see do. It. Please do. I haven't seen a movie in a long time. Go see. You're gonna it. make me get into movies again. Man, listen. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Because there's some really good movies out. The last one that me and Judy went to go see was um, what was it? Um, Once Upon a Time in America. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, Quentin Tarantino is the man. And I'm actually, I don't want to get too far into it because I really want to do a separate podcast just on it, straight up. So, yeah. We're going to be talking about that movie. But Quentin Tarantino is my guy. I love his movies. Yes, you do. You were faithful. Uh, He's got great movies. They're a little extra at times, but like. They're wild extra. 
wild. Just extra. a tad. Like the blood and gore can be really, really off-putting, but only for a little bit because then you come to know him for that, and it's like you don't see it. You kind of feel like cheated. Like, well, where the, where the fuck is the blood and gore? <laughs> right. You wilding, man. Like, you lost your damn touch, man. <laughs> I want to see blood and gore. I'll be wanting to see movies like The Overcomer. Oh, God, don't get me started. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm the kind of person who's who loves movies like Kung Pao. Kung Pao, oh, yeah, God. bro. I ain't seen that movie for Chosen one. Right. Right. Yo, I almost pissed myself watching that shit. I was like, this movie is stupid. The Matrix scene with the cow is so good. Bruh. It was decent CG for what year it was. I'm telling you. Oh, you ever seen Pootie's Hang? Yes. <laughs> Wop a tie on your bimmies. <laughs> Sign your penny on the runny style. Like, what? He meant that. <laughs> he meant that thing. But, yeah, man, uh, we're getting ready to wrap it up. But um, any last, any last thoughts? Any last words? I think that... That also the Joker movie gives you it make you want to know it make you want to watch more of his movies. Mm-hmm. It set that up really well oh, yeah. because the way it ended, you was like, oh, th- you know you, you know another one coming out. Show enough, and you want to hear it for the see it for the story too, right? Right. Like yeah. that's, that got engaging enough. Is uh-huh. that engaging? Ooh. I appreciate that because when it's all like action stuff to pull someone into a movie, it. It gets boring fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Fast and Furious. Like how many times do you like chase cars and run from cops and family? <laughs> Domo, it's my family. How many times do you do that for you? Like, all right, man. Yeah. I, I'm not renewing my contract. Sorry, guys. Find another Vin Diesel. You feel me? <laughs> that part. But yeah, the, the piggyback off what, what Judy said, um, they've done a really good job of extending an already extended storyline, you know, like they're going to have at least two or three movies to come out after that. So that franchise has just got new new legs, you know, so I think yeah. it's dope. I can't wait. I can't wait either. Yeah, yeah. Last well, thoughts. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> that part. That part. Go see it. Dinner and a movie. Go to the Epic Center. Uh, dude, I love Epicenter for that. Me too. Ooh, we gotta go. I've seen, yeah. uh, I saw Labyrinth there. They had audio issues, but mm. I can scratch that off of never thought this would be checked on my bucket list. Oh, yo, next week, next week, uh, we'll be doing another podcast. So be sure to tune in um, either next week or the week after. You know, we got to find days, man. Like, don't worry about why. Just know <laughs> our times is like really, really screwed. Like, just know it'll happen. Right. But it will happen. But we're going to be talking about Gemini Man because I really want to see that. <gasps> yes. Show enough. Look, baby guy's excited. Yes. Sir. <laughs> Show enough. Show you right. Yeah, we're going to watch the Gemini Man because you played yourself twice. A younger version of you, like technology, has really taken off. When you can play yourself, ten years looking ten years younger, and then Will Smith is awesome. Yeah, it's called really, really talented graphical artist. I'm telling you, very, very talented. <laughs> Shit that I can't do. Man, look, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. You know, you, you, you figure it out. Man, big oh, shouts God, out no, to I'm Tyler, man. Horrible with shouts. video. 
out. Hey, yo, give that man a round of applause, though, for real. Because had he not been here, we would be sitting here without an SD card looking crazy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, shouts out to Tyler, Prepare, man. Prepared, professional, and on time. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, good business. I'm going to say, if you want next time, I can make it go live. Hey, yes. let's get it. Let's get it. Good, because I have this. But, yeah, man, listen... <laughs> I want to thank y'all for for joining me and helping me make this thing uh, way way easier to do, man. I really enjoy y'all commentary. Y'all had some really thought provoking things to say, and I want to thank everyone for listening and uh, joining us today. Uh, again, this has been the Odd Flex Podcast. Y'all stay safe, keep it real, and uh, we'll catch you next time around. All right, all right, there all right. you go. Peace.